heart. You have a word. I have a word that God gave me. Beyond great and small. Um, it says to trust in the Lord. He is their help and shield. Because the Lord remembers us and will bless. He will bless the house of Israel. He will bless the house of Aaron. He will bless those who fear the Lord, small and great alike. Amen. Wow. She came up with that word. and um, I just got prayed for. I just got rocked, so I'm, I'm going to have to take a minute. So. into this place beaten and battered you've come into this place ready to turn to your friend MJ and her friend Meth but I have come I have come to give you life I have come to give you life I laid my life down for you if you come if you come today and put your trust in me I will meet you here I'm not asking you to change I'm not asking anything of you I am asking for your heart to surrender to me today if you come if you come and put your trust in me I will come and I will feel you and I will never disappoint you for my life was laid for yours hallelujah praise you God hallelujah thank you Lord hallelujah Lord says I've always been here to the degree that you yield is to the degree that I will come to the degree that you yield is to the degree that I will come trust only in me trust only in me do not put your trust in man put your trust in me and I will take care of man my plan is eternal. You are my children. You are my bride. I am excited to see you yield and come by my side. Just trust in me and only me. I was just, as you guys were giving words, the Lord just kept pressing part of my heart. I was thinking about David and his mighty men when they'd come back to the village and they had realized all the women and children were gone and how upset his men were at him that they wanted to stone him. They talked about stoning David. And so I just got this picture of, you know, guys, sometimes the enemy comes in and steals everything that's important to us. Sometimes he comes in and takes, I mean, those men were at a point where they wanted to kill their leader. But then it says, but David strengthened himself in the Lord. And there's nothing earthly about that. It was a spiritual thing. And in the presence of the Lord, in the shadow of his wings, there is safety and there is strength. You know what's cool about being in the shadow is you're in his presence. You know, he never leaves us. He never forsakes us. But I want you to get that picture of just David strengthening himself in the Lord. And they went out and they took back all that was theirs. Not one woman was hurt. Not one child was hurt. I'm telling you guys, just strengthen yourself in the Lord. Because there's no other comfort. There's no other healer. There's no other redeemer. There's no other reconciliation but to God. Amen. 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 Well, let's, um, 
Let's do that. I think some the, the word trust keeps on coming up, and uh, um, sometimes you know the obstacles, the hurt, the pains that go on through this life tries to take that away. And you know what the enemy wants to steal is what God wants to do. He wants to steal, kill, and destroy the will of God in your life, and and uh, so let them have it. Right? Amen. Because greater is He that is in you than He that is in the world. And so the song that we said, the great I am, man, what better song to worship God in and tell the devil back off. Tell the devil really to go to hell and let's get going with what the Lord has for us. Amen. And let's just get radical with that, church. You know, God wants to do so much in and through you. But sometimes we just allow these things to come up in us and just we become victims. And But now's the day we stand victorious, right? Amen. You stand victorious in your in your homes. You stand victorious in your jobs. You stand victorious in your finances. You stand victorious in your ministry. This is the yes. day. This is the yes, mark. Lord. This is the time. God, I lay everything aside. Yes, and I trust you yes, and you Lord. alone, Lord. Yes, you Lord. alone in Jesus' name. Let's sing the song. I want to apologize, guys. I, I, I didn't move when God wanted me to, but I knew that I had to when I seen this man come down. The Lord would say there is now, there is therefore now no condemnation to those who are in Jesus Christ. He's also saying that in Genesis 1, we are created in this likeness in the image of him, the Father and the Holy Spirit. We're a royal priesthood, a holy nation. Hallelujah. We have an identity in Christ and we are not ashamed Love does not shame us. So I just want to be obedient and say God loves you this morning. And we have an identity. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. I want the worship team to stay up, okay? I want you all to sit down. I'm going to change things up a minute. Okay, is that okay? So I don't know how the rest of the service is going to go. You're okay with that, right? You don't even know how the service is going to go anyway, right? <laughs> One of the things that the Lord's, uh, especially when she came up with about identity, is that um, um, that's the enemy wanting to steal it. Julie, come and get this. Don't, I'm not going to fall. Get, get this mic from me. Whoa, I'm joking. <laughs> identity is huge we're on a series called we are and the last part of it that i'm kind of maybe we don't know where if i'm gonna preach it or not but you'll get it is that um uh, building his kingdom and the only way the kingdom can be built is by kings People who know who they are. Who is Jesus the King of Kings of? You and I. It can only be built by kings. It can only be built by people who um, decide that and understand that as they gave their life to Christ, that they entered into something new. They are not no longer their own. They've been bought with a price. It's no longer I that lives, but Christ who lives in me. Who is Christ? He's the King of Kings, the Lord of Lords. Amen? 
And guess what? That makes you a part of his kingdom, his subjects, but you're a king. He doesn't make servants. He calls them friends. He raises you up and you're seated at the right hand of the Father God. You're no longer this lowly person. You are seated with him in heavenly places. Amen? But what the enemy wants to do, he wants to stop that. Because he knows when a child of God comes to a place of knowing that I am no longer a servant or slave, but I'm a friend of God, I have access to the throne of God where I receive power and ability to do what? To be his ambassadors in this world. There is nothing can stop a believer that knows that. Amen? So what begins to happen is that the enemy comes in and he starts messing with you. He starts telling you who you're not. And a lot of times what happens, we start believing those voices. That you are not this or you are not that. But this is who you are and it's a bunch of lies. Or you can't have that. Well, look what happened to you. And he brings you into a place where he wants you. He wants to control you. He wants us to be a place of where we're living in defeat and we don't realize that we're, we're allowing the stuff that goes around us to dictate who we are. So there's obstacles. Moses had an obstacle, right? Moses' obstacle, he, he didn't want to go into the prom, didn't go into the promised land because he didn't believe in God. So the enemy comes in and he stops them from receiving really what was his right to receive. He was never able to go into the promised land. So this inadequacy comes in him, just like it was before when he, um, I'm sorry, when, uh, when, when this adequacy, when he was even at the beginning of releasing the people of Egypt, the people of God from Egypt, he says, who am I? And what the Lord said, I am. It has nothing to do with you, and it has everything to do with God. I am. I am the great I am. You know what what God told Moses? I will be whatever I need to be in your life to accomplish my glory in and through you. And see, that's what the Lord wants to do with us. A lot of us, we've allowed these obstacles just to take hold of us to where it stops us from being the church. It stops us from being who God's called us to be, to build His kingdom. You know, we've talked in the last few weeks that that our vision in here is to help people become fully devoted followers of Christ. And, and this is how we do it. And this is what it looks like, is that you believe in Jesus. That not only you start to believe in Jesus, as a, as a son of God, I continually, every single day, believe in His name and believe what His name means. And then I enter into relationship that it's about connecting. It's about belonging to a family. I belong to the family of God. I belong as a son. And it's really realizing that I'm a son of God. And nothing, 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 nothing can come against that. Nothing that I could ever do can separate me from who I am in Christ Jesus. Amen? Amen. That I'm a son. And I belong to a family. And, I, and you are my brothers and sisters. We are kings and together. Amen? That we are to rule and reign with Christ. Not later, now. 
The enemy wants to stop that. That's why it's so important that I'm reminded with my brothers and sisters, just like today, them coming up and giving the word of the Lord, I'm reminded that I'm, I'm more than what I realize. There's more going on here, church, than we realize, you know? In fact, you're not here by accident. You could be watching the Chiefs kick off here in 15 minutes. But you didn't. You could have came to first service. But you didn't. You came to this one. And God has something for you in this service. Because you're in family. And the third thing, we become a disciple. We, we're, we're making disciples. Becoming a disciple is so important. Out of relationship that we become that. That discipleship is not that I have to do. It's who I become. It's not what I do. It's who I am. I'm discipled to be a king. I'm learning how to be a king for so long. I I didn't know what it was like to be a king. I I knew what it was like to be an enemy of God before I was saved. I knew it was like not to have a relationship with God. Now I'm relearning. I'm, I'm, I'm being taught. This is how a king talks. This is how a king walks, how a king acts, how a king lives. That's what discipleship is all about. Is This is our identity. This is what we do as sons and daughters of God. We live as kings. It's not where you, you lift your head up and you snub, snob everybody away from you. A king is somebody who, who goes to this fourth thing is someone who's sent out because a good king like King Jesus, what did he do? He came after me. He, the Bible says that Jesus came to what? Seek and save the lost. He sought after you. And he is seeking after you today. So you would rise up and to be in the place that God has always made you. That you would rise up in the place that God has created for you. From the foundation of the earth. To be at his right hand. To sit at his, his feet. To be in the place of heavenly places. Not when you die. Now. But the enemy comes in. He doesn't want you to believe. He doesn't want you to be connected to a family. He doesn't want you to belong at all. He doesn't want you to become a king, a disciple. And he doesn't want you to go out and tell everybody else what the truth is. That you are not supposed to live like this. You're not supposed to, to, to think like this. You're, you know, there's something better. There's something incredible. It's not about knowledge. I'm going to share my experience building his kingdom he's calling kings to build it so I've got to lay down all these obstacles Joshua his obstacle was fear right in Deuteronomy God told uh, at the end of Deuteronomy before Moses died he, he told Joshua uh, he told Moses to tell Joshua hey tell Joshua be of good courage be of good courage why are you telling that because he's afraid He's knowing something's happening. Moses is going to die. And he's going to take this this nation of Israel into the promised land. It's going to be him. So Joshua has to to stand up and he has to do that. In Joshua chapter 1, verse chapter 1, he starts telling Joshua again, God himself. See, God has a word for you today. What was that word? Trust. Be strong of good courage for everywhere your foot will tread I have given you isn't that good church that's the word of the Lord today for you some of you have never reached the vision and the, the, and the, the, 
the things of God that you've been wanting to reach. And God's about ready to push you through. I, I felt like in, in after uh, when I got up, I felt like the word says a flood that, that is coming in. That he wants to flood you with everything that he has. And it's coming. And he's He's going to flood it with you and you're going, to, you're going to be filled with His glory and His majesty. And so here Joshua is like that. Listen, I've given you the land. I mean, I can think of God just saying that to His son Joshua. Look, here's a land flowing with milk and honey. I used to have to say it in youth, not milk and honeys. But anyway, it's milk and honey. Some of you still don't get that. You'll get it later. And so here God is right now to you. Saying, be strong and of good courage. Don't be afraid. Trust in me. Because the words I've given you, the words that have been prophesied over you, the dreams that have been placed in your heart are not for later. They are for now. And there's something coming, church. He's flooding in his spirit, his anointing, his gifting. Joshua 1.8, one of my favorite scriptures. He tells Joshua, he already told him again, be strong and of good courage. And he says, now listen, meditate on this word day and night. He said, I want you to suck on it. That's my paraphrase. I want you to suck. I want you to chew. That's what meditate means anyway. And chew on this word that I've given you. Now, he didn't have the Bible. What, what word was he to chew on? Be strong and of good courage was everything he said right before that. Be strong and of good courage. For every place your foot will tread, I've given you. He's talking to his son, Joshua, because he's giving them something. He's giving them the land. He says, meditate therein day and night and observe to do all that's written in it. So do what I tell you to do. Do what I've, I've talked to you about. What I've talked to you about in your dreams. What I've told you to do. He says, do this word. And the great thing about it is we have his full word right in front of us on your tablets, in your phones, in a book form, whatever you like. It is there. And so God is saying to you, I have given you things that I'm having you to do. I have given you visions and dreams. Meditate on my word day and night. And observe to do. Don't let them depart from your mouth. And observe to do all that's written in it. Then listen to this. Then you will make your way prosperous. And you will have good success. It's not God that has to do it. He's given it to you all. He says, as you, you trust in me. As you allow me to bring what I have for you inside of you. And you take it. And you trust in me. Then you will have good success. See, the enemy wants to steal that from you. He wants to steal from Joshua. No, Joshua, look at your mentor, Moses. He couldn't do it. How, think, how do you think you're going to do? Fear can take you. But God is saying to you, trust. Be strong and of good courage, church. Yes. David was another one who had an obstacle. King David, his obstacle was inadequacy. No one believed in him. His own father, when the prophet came, said, hey, one of your sons is going to be king. Left David out in the field. Forgot about him. But David didn't care. 
that David knew his God. He was, a, he was a man after God's own heart. He had developed a relationship in worship, no matter what people say about you. I've got you. Of course, you know the story. David was anointed king. He goes up to this son. His father sends him up to bring some supplies to his brothers who are fighting in war. He wasn't even worthy to go to war, as people thought. So he goes up to, up to his brothers who are hiding in their tents because there's this, uh, as David put it, this uncircumcised Philistine, this giant was cursing and mocking God's people. And he looks at them and says, what are you doing? Why are you hiding in your tents? He says, is there not a cause? Is there not something that God has told us to do as the nation of Israel? That's what he's basically saying. Didn't God give us a cause, a, a permission to go? Didn't God tell us to win? And you guys are hiding in your tents because you're afraid of what's up ahead of you. So what did David do? He went out, took his stones, and took off his head. See, the enemy cannot come against you if you don't allow him to. You have everything inside of you. And that's what the, that's what the devil wants. He wants, to, he wants to get you out of your identity. And he wants you to believe that you are nothing. He wants you to believe that, oh, that was, that was a long time ago. What God told me didn't come to pass. Listen, his calling and giftings are without repentance. They are now. And it's time for us as the church to rise up and to go. See, God has called us to win, to, dis- to, to connect, to disciple, and to sin. And listen, church, we are not a, just a church that just fills a building. We are a movement. We are called to be in a movement right now. You know what a movement does? It moves. to move we're called to do we're called to become and we're called to do what he's what what he has for us and i'm just not i'm just not um willing to be a church that gathers we are called to send out and when god told me some of you can't see me so i'm gonna get up first of all when god told showed me a vision of rockets that were blasting off a cornerstone i knew then that when it's people and that God is calling people here not just to stay but to go but in order for us to go and to leave our comfort zone we have to know who we are we have to know that in order for us to build a kingdom we have to know that we're kings and realize that God has something for you and it starts with us just even simply as we go out these doors today is to go into our world and reach people for Him. To go witness to them of our experience of what God has done in your life. And speak to them about the great things of God. So you know what a king does? A king knows God and tells everybody about Him. I'm going to tell everybody about the king. 
And I'm excited about that. Is that we go out and we come in. Remember? We go out and we come in. A king knows how to go out and knows how to come in to be refreshed. To go out and be a light of this world. Now the Bible says, Jesus said this, I have made you the light of the world and salt of the earth. You know what you should do? As soon as you go out of here and you go out into your your neighborhood, you go out to watch ball games, you go out to the, the restaurants or something, you should have people coming up and licking you. You taste good. Amen? See, this the world doesn't need any of this other junk. They don't need you to, to relate. You can't relate. They need to relate with you. You need to bring them up out of a miry pit. You need to be so different that they look at you and I want to be like you. And that's what a king does. I went to London. Lance, Lance and I went in London a number of years ago with a bunch of our young people. Julia was there. She was only four, five, six, something like that. I love to see the, the royalty come out. And guess what? People are lining around the castle to get a glimpse of royalty. People's going to be lining up to get a glimpse of you, of how you shine, of how you speak how you act, how you, you, you relate with them, and how you love them. Amen? God has this for you right now, and he wants you to have this, to become part of a movement that God is doing here. I don't know about, you, you know, church, we are in a movement. God is doing something here at Cornerstone that's been, is great, and it's building and building and building and he's calling you to be a part of it and then one day boom you're going to blast off because one day we're going to start a church another one and God's going to call you to get out of your seat where your butt fits really well in and go and be a part of that other church we're not going to do one we're going to do multiples around this area are you ready for that building his kingdom it's not building Sean's kingdom. It's building God's kingdom. Making leaders. So that's when you're just going to rise up. You're going to sign up to be part of the school of leaders here in October, October 18th, and learn how to, to, to be a leader. How to love people. How to flow in the Holy Spirit. How to know the Holy Spirit. It's interactive. You don't want to miss the school of leaders. It will be interactive. Are you ready for that? See, God wants you to be a part of that. But we come back to, are you ready to start trusting God and who he's made you to be to get away all the obstacles? Paul had an obstacle. What was his obstacle? His past. Are you willing to get rid of your past? Because God doesn't remember it. Why should you? Right? Sean, you don't know what I've done. Yeah? Trust me, there's probably someone in here who's done worse than you. But God didn't remember theirs, and he doesn't remember yours. Are you ready to begin new again? Are you ready to capture the things of God that God has for you? Because they're right in your grip. He's ready to shoot you off. Amen? He's ready to light you on fire. Amen? Everybody say fire. He's ready to light you on fire where you burn bright for the Lord. 
where you are seeking and saving the lost. Amen? It's time, church. It's time for us to rise up and be who God's called us to be, to be kings of God, to be sons and daughters of God, and let the world know this is what you're missing, right? This is what you're missing. You're missing Him. You're missing all the things of God. The the throne room is open to His sons. The throne room is open to His daughters to come in and to receive from Him. To receive all of it. You are not inadequate. You are not a loser. He has not given up on you. He has not stopped the blessing on you. Rise up and take your place and grab it again. Amen. Lift your hands to the Lord. So, Father, right now, we bless you. God, I thank you for words. I thank you for dreams. I thank you for your spirit to move. I thank you for miracles and healings to work through us, Lord. That we will not settle for what is normal on this earth. We will only settle for what is normal in heaven. So use us, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Let's stand up. Amen. Come on, give the Lord praise. Amen. I um, have a picture on my uh, in my office. A lot of you guys know about it. It's a picture of Chiefs Stadium on Monday Night Football. I think it's probably when they beat the Broncos. I don't know. Probably most likely. Um, Anyway, um, you know, I have a vision of, uh, of the church. Why don't you stand up here with me? Um, I have a vision of the church in Kansas City um, using uh, Chief Stadium seven days a week. You know, there's not enough churches in America if there was a huge revival in America to handle the people. Only 3% of the population. But you know there's enough homes. That's why we're supposed to be sent. Sending doesn't really mean going to another place. It's actually being where you're at, right? Amen? But here in Kansas City, I I really believe that um, one day I'll have a part of that. We'll have a part as a church. Not the only church, but have a part of filling Kansas City stadiums to full. Now, next to that picture is a quote by a guy named Cesar Fajardo. He was a youth pastor out in uh, Columbia, uh, South America. And... uh, had uh, had a, of course you know they they met in stadiums so but um, he said this he said God invented sports can't prove that through the word but I think it deserves an amen um, but it says God invented sports so men would build stadiums for the church to use amen isn't that great I love that a couple weeks ago I had you guys fill out some cards. And uh, we've been praying over these. And it basically has names on them of three people that you're praying for to come to know the Lord. You're being the light. You're showing them the kingdom because you're, you're, you're king, right? So I want you to reach, reach forth your hands. We're going to pray for these right now. Amen? So, Father, we thank you for every single name in the name of Jesus. That, Father God, that they would come home and know you. 
that Father God, that all these who have wrote down their names in the name of Jesus, that you'll give them divine appointments, that they'll be intentional in their walk, that they'll be seeking out people, seeking out even these, to, to show them the gospel, the good news of Jesus Christ. Now, Father God, I thank you. Give them divine appointments, God. Some of these, I know, they don't know them yet. They know their names. They, they see them in their neighborhood, that they're going to know their neighbor. They're going to know their stories and be able to speak into their lives as kings. And we thank you, God, Father, for that. So every single one of these will come to know you in Jesus' name. And they'll take their rightful place as sons and daughters of the King. In Jesus' name. Everybody say amen. 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 Come on, give the Lord praise for that. Amen. Amen. Well, you have notes in your bulletin. Stay standing. I'm going to come up here. Yeah, come on up. Yeah, come on up. There's certain people in our congregation that I've known for years, and she is one of them, and trust her quite a bit. There's a mic right there. Go ahead. From the moment when the words kept coming, the Lord said, just watch what's coming. You have no idea what's coming. It's big and it's coming. And you think today was awesome. Amen, God. Because you know why? You're stepping in to something new, something fresh, something not man-made. I, we didn't plan this. We had a very boring service plan today. <laughs> no, I'm joking. We tried to plan for good things, but... has so much coming and as you walk in it something great is going to happen now listen God just doesn't just do one thing it's he involves your whole life spiritually relationally and financially he involves it all amen so before I ask Pastor Joe to come up to finish this off today and just take up our offering and everything I want to pray that over you as a king, that there's transformation in every single area. How many guys will believe that? Okay? So just lift your hands to the Lord right now. Let me pray over you. Father, I bless everyone in here that they have that transformation in every area of their life spiritually. That God, they get to know you even more. That Father God, words come out easy. That they look at the Bible in a new way. And Father God, they understand like never before because the Holy Spirit's rising up in them and teaching them all things. That, Father God's relationally, God, that, Father God, you're going to connect them to, to people that's going to help them do what you called them to do. They're going to be connected. But not only that, God, even relationships that not, aren't so good in their life, that, God, you're going to make them right in Jesus' name. And that, Father God, that they're going to have a home that's blessed. They're going to have a home of peace and of life and of purpose, Lord. And we thank you, Father, for that. And, Father, for finances, Lord. That, Father God, you're going to bless them and give them favor with all men. They're going to bless them going in and bless them coming out, God. That, Father God, that they're going to be blessed in multiplication of that in Jesus' name, where they can even help build your kingdom financially. And we thank you, God, for that in Jesus' name. Everybody say amen. Amen. Come on, give the Lord praise, and you can be seated. Let's welcome Pastor Joe as he closes out.